0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Single Auntie. I'm your host, Haley, and this is the podcast where we ain't afraid to talk about it, no matter what it is. Um, I just want to kind of start off this episode with giving some updates about me and what's been going on in my life. I know that. It's been a few weeks since I've been on. I've kind of been posting irregularly lately. And that's honestly just because I've, one, just been in a funk. And I haven't even been in the mood or the space really to record. Um, And also just because life has been busy. Um, If you follow me um, probably more on Facebook. you've probably seen that I've been having some tooth pain for the last several months and I'm finally by the time that you will be listening to this episode I will be having my root canal and even though just that procedure the like the words root canal sound just so like painful to me I don't know um It's also going to cost me an arm and a leg, and I'm definitely not looking forward to that. However, I am just so ready to be out of pain. So at this point, I will take out a loan to be able to pay for this procedure, as long as that means that I am no longer having to just walk through my everyday life ready to rip my head off of my neck. So anyways, I know that sounds kind of dramatic. But honestly, if you've ever had tooth pain, then you know that it's honestly just the worst pain ever. So between that, um, I also started working from home two days, um, which I love working from home. I think if you work from home, you can kind of relate to It not being as motivating as working in the office, which again, I only work from home two days out of the week, but it is nice to just kind of be at home a few days and have a break away from the office and all of that. So I've loved working from home, um, but really outside of my tooth and, you know, kind of changes with my job, I've... Really just been doing the same old stuff, Um, getting ready for a lot of things coming up. Um, I I booked a cruise for March with my family to go for my mom's 50th birthday. She's probably gonna be so annoyed that I just announced that she will be 50 in March. Um, But I'm really looking forward to that. So I'm just, now ready to like work myself out of a funk. I think sometimes we just get stuck in a funk and we get kind of comfortable there. And I'm now ready to like dig myself out of it. So I've definitely missed recording um, for a while. I just felt like I didn't have anything to give, didn't have anything to say, Um, you know, just, A lot of different things but i'm back and i'm so excited i'm thankful that you're here and listening um i'm gonna be one of those people because i've been listening to a lot more podcasts than um what i used to listen to lately so i'm just gonna say what everyone else says Hit that follow button. Turn the notifications on. Follow me on Instagram at The Single Auntie Podcast. Like, share it, send it to somebody that you know that you think it'll encourage or help them. Um, But really, just thank you all for tuning in with me. Um, So I know that my podcast is called The Single Auntie auntie and I've kind of maybe mentioned a few things about singleness however I've never talked just I mean maybe I have and I just don't remember but I feel like I haven't really dove in to talking about singleness just because honestly up until like this last month I have never had anything like positive, I guess you could say about being single. Um, so that's just kind of what I'm going to talk about today is being single and why maybe I'm still single or, you know, kind of what I'm looking for in a husband and all the things. So first of all, I've been single pretty much the whole time since I've lived in Kentucky, which will be, um, six years in November um of course I've went out on dates and I've talked to people and I've you know been in like maybe like a semi form of relationship but never in a relationship to where like if someone were to ask me hey are you single are you dating anyone my answer has just always been yeah I'm single because there's just never been anything set in stone. I've never felt confident in a relationship. I've never felt secure in a relationship. And so I've been single for a long time, I feel like. And um, pretty much the whole time that I've been single, I've just been very feeling like, man, this sucks. Like, when is it going to be my turn? And why not me? I'm great. I'm amazing. Like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with all these men here in Kentucky or, you know, whatever. Um, But I've been kind of doing some research lately. Um, I've been listening to podcasts. I've been looking up YouTube videos. Um, I've been having open conversations with some of my single friends, but then at the same time, some of my like married friends or friends or family that are in relationships so um, at in the description box of this episode, I'm going to put a lot of resources and um, like books that I've read or podcasts that I've listened to or YouTube videos that I've watched. That way, if you want to go and research some things or look up some things um, that I've looked up or that I've came across, um, I want to be able to give you all the opportunity to do that. Um, so I just want to kind of start off. Um, so one of the main things that I've learned in literally like the past month, again, I am not someone that has just like a crap ton of knowledge and I know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but these are just things that I've been encouraged by and honestly been, um, challenged by. So, and again, I don't remember exactly where all of these things are coming from. That's just why I'm going to put all of the resources down in the description box of this episode. Um, But one of the things that I was listening to someone say, I think it was on a YouTube video was we tend to look for someone to date, rather than looking for someone to marry. And I can honestly say like, that's been me. I've never went out and um pursued a relationship with the forefront in my mind with like the first question in my mind being could he potentially be my husband I've never went into a dinner or to a date and paid attention to how he spoke to the server or if he opened the door for me or you know if you know, he could keep a conversation if he kept picking up his phone every three minutes while we were at dinner. Those were never things, never things that I like walked into a first time date or maybe a second or third time date paying attention to because honestly, I've just been so ecstatic at those moments that I was even being taken out on a date to be completely honest with you. And so I never looked for those things. And so asking the question to myself on a first, second, third date, you know, first conversation over text, whether we meet on a dating app or on Instagram or whatever the case is, um, That's never been like the question that I've asked myself. Could he potentially be my husband? Um, So I was encouraged to write down exactly what it is that I'm looking for in a husband. And obviously, like, yes, I think all of us want the obvious things. We want a man that's faithful. We want someone who is going to love and cherish and respect us. And we want a man that is going to be a provider. And, you know, all of those things that obviously what woman or male doesn't want in their partner. Um, But in this episode that I was listening to of this lady, I think it was this lady and this man that were talking. And... The man in this video was encouraging the woman that he was talking to go deeper than that. What like you want this characteristic, but why? So I just kind of started to write down exactly what I wanted from a man and why. And I'm just going to share a few things with you. Um, One of the things that I wrote down was that I wanted a man with vision if you know me I do not like last minute things I am a planner I like to know what I'm doing when I'm doing it where I'm going who's going I'm that's me I want to know where I'm going I want a man with a vision who also that vision reaches a destination that's what I want out of a man I You don't have to have it now, but I want you to know where you're going. I want you to know not just where you're going, but where you're going to lead your future wife, your future kids. I need to know those things. I do not thrive in just last minute planning. If you ask my family, they will tell you, I'm the person, like again, I texted people about my mom's birthday in April of this year, about her 50th birthday in March of 2024. I was already thinking about her 50th birthday after her 49th birthday. I was already trying to get a plan and a motion as to what we were going to do, how we were going to celebrate, who was going to go, how much money it was going to cost. I like to have a vision. I like to have a destination of where my vision is leading me to. And I want that from my man. Another thing that I wrote down is that I need someone who gives clear communication. I don't know about anyone else, but I, and I might segue a little bit here, but my love language has always been for as long as I can remember words of affirmation. I think that because in some of my past, how I was, um, kind of, raised um like me and my dad we did not have good communication we do now but growing up most of my life when him and I were upset at each other we just didn't talk at all you know he would completely shut me out and I would completely shut him out there was no communication there was no like hey even though I'm mad at you I still love you there was just nothing pure silence and I've always craved the affirmation of someone telling me you know how they feel not even just that you love me but if i if you're upset at me why communicate that don't yell at me don't degrade me communicate clearly (laughs) like the bible says that god is not the author of confusion don't leave me confused communicate with me be Clear with me what it is that you're thinking, how it is that you're feeling. I can't read minds. I need not just good communication, but effective communication. I also, um, I want a man who's disciplined. Disciplined in his job. Disciplined in his work ethic. Disciplined in... Not stepping out of marriage, you know, dis- just discipline, showing up to work even when you don't feel good today. We have a bill that's due. Why are you not going to work today? You don't feel good, me either. I've had a toothache for three months and I'm still going to work. And hello, like I need discipline. I, my mom made me and my sister both get jobs when we were 14 years old. I have worked most of my life and At the age of 14, 15, 16, I remember being so annoyed at my mom because none of my other friends had to work. None of my other friends had to do anything, but also none of my friends had a single mom. All of their parents were married and, you know, finances and different things were different. I had to go to work. So I've, I was always, you know, kind of upset and frustrated and annoyed that that's what I had to do. But now that I'm an adult and I'm the age that I am and I'm the woman that I am I am so incredibly thankful that my mom instilled that in me the discipline to be able to show up even when I don't want to the discipline to be able to honor authority even when I think what my authority is telling me is wrong and stupid because let's just be real sometimes that's just the bottom line what you're saying to me right now is dumb however I have disciplined and trained my mouth and my tongue and my attitude enough to where I'm not going to be disrespectful to you. Now, however, I may get in my car on my lunch break and after work and call my mom and complain about it and tell my mom how stupid I think that so-and-so is. But I'm not going to let you know that. Why? Because I'm disciplined enough to respect you. I'm disciplined enough to not allow that to inf- to, interfere with the, you know, the um, financial part of my life, the emotional part of my life, the mindset of my life. I need a man that's gentle with me, gentle with his words. Don't just start flying off the handle for no reason, you know, Uh, That is just, I, I've never been physically abused or anything like that. However, I have been in situations where men are reckless with their words to me. I need someone that's going to be gentle with their words for me. The Bible says that he washes her with the word of the Lord. I want you to wash me, to remind me, to be gentle with me. Don't make me feel anxiety when I'm, you know, walking away from you. Don't make me feel like I'm just beat down. It's okay to call me out when I'm wrong. I need that from a man, especially with my strong personality. I need that. However, there is an effective way to be with me. I, and those are just a few things that I've written down and I've written down a lot of things and backed them up why I, you know, desire that and need that and want that. And those are just a few things. And I just wanted to share those with you all because sometimes like we can get so used to being like, well, I want a man that's faithful. Well, duh, we all do. Like who wants to date a man that's unfaithful? Nobody. I want a man that's faithful. Um, you know, I want a man that's caring. Well, we all do. We all want a man that's caring. But what? Why? Why do you need specific things from that man? Because at the end of the day, it all leads back down to trauma. The thing is, is trauma shouldn't intimidate me. And my trauma shouldn't intimidate my man. However, We should both be willing and daily working through that trauma. I'm okay to put up with your trauma if you're actively working through it. However, I'm not going to put up with your trauma if you're doing nothing to overcome it. Um, I was uh, listening to this podcast and this um, lady had said um, talking about relationships and talking about the enemy in relationships. And she said something to me that was just so profound. And she said, the enemy uses relationships with us because he knows it is the one thing that can derail what our destiny is. Hell studies how and who we love. Which is why we date the same spirit, just in a different body. Moment of silence. Hell studies how and who we love. Which is why we date the same spirit, but just in a different body. And I can honestly be so real with you all and say that's me that's me. I actually just, um, about a month or so ago, quit talking to this guy. I don't know. I don't know if I quit talking to him or he quit talking to me again, confusion, because, you know, (laughs) who knows? But anyways, and he, in a lot of ways, was so unlike any other guy that I've ever dated, or any other guy that I've ever talked to. And, I can honestly, you know, just be completely honest with you all. I really, really liked him. And I was very crushed and devastated when, you know, things went left and, you know, crap hit the fan. But I listened and I just... I talk a lot in my car like I just talk through things mostly because I spend about two hours in my car to and from work every day with traffic and everything so I just have a lot of time to think and if I'm not talking on the phone which I do I'm really listening to a podcast or I'm not listening to anything and I talk to myself and even though there were so many things about him and that's the thing is there were so many things about him that were so different than any other guy that I had dated. Like, and again, I'm just going to be so real with y'all because this is my life and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I've never really had standards. I have always dated very broken people in hopes of that I can fix them. I'm a fixer. I'm a fixer in almost every relationship that I have. Um, a lot of the people in my life come to me about what's going on with them. And I go to my people too about what's going on with me. But I have a lot of people in my life, whether they be friends or family or coworkers for that matter, that come to me and talk to me about what it is that they're going through. And I just, I'm a good listener. I love. Not that I love the drama of people. I just, I have a heart for broken people. And although that can be a beautiful thing, there are things about that part of me that have been very destructive. And that means that like, sometimes I don't know, you know, because we use the word like, well, I'm just going to give him grace and blah, 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 blah. Well, sometimes the Lord the Lord quits gracing us for situations because we just need to be upfront and honest about what's going on. And we need to call them out on what's really happening. And I've just never really been like that, especially when it's been in um, like dating relationships. And so anyways, I I've just never really had standards and because he, out of any guy that I've talked to, he actually had a great job, you know, he, had a, he has a lot, he had, he still does have a lot of things going for him. He's not a bad guy. There's nothing negative about who he is. However, just like I said earlier, I need a man that doesn't leave me, leave me confused. That doesn't leave me guessing. That communicates with me effectively. He, he has absolutely no idea how to communicate anything. And I felt like I was just harping on him and nagging him. And then I end up feeling like I'm the one that's crazy. Because here I am throwing a hissy fit 24-7 when that's not really what I was aiming to do. But that's what ended up happening when really if I would have taken note from the jump and realized, okay, he does not know how to work. And communicate and talk through anything, because I need that. And so I can't fix that about him. And so because he was just so much better than so many other guys that I've talked to, it in a way it was harder for me to let him go. Because I was just like, well, he's not like all of them. Like he's so much better. Like I'm doing so much better. Yeah, it might be a a little bit better, but it's still not what I deserve. It's still not what I desire. So why am I putting up with it? And so the Lord really convicted me of, Haley, you're praying and seeking me and asking me for these things in this man. However, are you able to handle someone that doesn't need your fixing and you know at first I'm like quick to be like well yeah my gosh I don't want anyone to fix however am I sure though because if I don't have anyone else to fix guess what that means that means I actually have to start fixing me and that kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, okay, Lord, are you telling me that I need to like work on myself? And he's like, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Quit worrying about fixing everyone else and fix you. So when I bring you the man that you are asking me for, that you are praying to me for, you're ready for him. And it's unfair for me to ask God to bring me this person when i probably can't even handle it because if i were to sit here and say like oh well he knows how to communicate you know he is gentle with me he is all of these things with me you know like he does give clear vision he all the things that i'm desiring in somebody and I then what am I going to think am I going to think that he's just a liar and he's a narcissist and that he's manipulative and that he has me you know wrapped around his finger and then I'm going to talk myself out of a good thing because that also could very well happen and so I feel like I say all of these things to say I feel like I have looked at singleness so wrong and I've looked at it from a stance of just being lonely And because of that, I'll take responsibility and saying, I'm pretty sure the reason why I've been single for as long as I've been single is nobody else's fault but mine. And I'm so thankful that the Lord is revealing these things to me and showing me these things because I want to be ready. When I meet the man that I'm that was solely designed for me i want to be able to receive him wholly and when he meets me i want him to be like i don't want him to be like god i see why she's my woman but like god she's so broken this is not what i signed up for i don't want to fix her and i don't i don't want I don't want anyone else to feel like that about me. Like I know how I've been in relationships and because I am a fixer, but even though I'm a fixer doesn't mean I've never been exhausted. It's so exhausting to be a fixer. I don't want anyone to be exhausted being in a relationship with me. And so as I'm like praying about my man and who I, I want and who I desire him to be I also have had to dig deep and figure out like is am I also the person that the man that I'm praying about right now am I also the person that he's praying about right now are the things that he's desiring and praying about in his wife Am I striving to be that? I haven't been. Honestly, I've been too concerned with everyone else's junk. To even have the energy. To figure out mine. And so. You know. And I've been talking to my mom about this lately. And that's just where I'm kind of like, you know, I have to learn how to say no. My man depends on it. You know, like my man is really out here praying, Lord, please give her the revelation of the word no. And within these last like two and a half, three weeks, I am really just... Learning how to say. I love you. But no. You can no. I can no longer allow this boundary to be crossed. And so. Yes. Singleness is hard. And there's times that it's lonely. And all of the things. But singleness is also such a realm of independence and thrive and just learning you and i've actually been listening to this podcast called date i think it's called like date yourself first or date yourself or something And she's by no means like a Christian, but she does give a lot of really good um, tips. And I've listened to like almost every single one of her episodes and I've written down a lot of things from it. And she really does dive into how to date yourself and how to work on yourself. And again, I'm new to this. I am not, I have absolutely not figured this whole thing out yet. I've got a lot of learning and a lot of miles to go before I master it. And not even that I'll master it. But before I just get confident in it, I'll say. And, you know, but it's starting. It's starting. And so I just want to challenge you To just dive deep and figure out what exactly it is that you want and why. Write down what you want, but also why you want it. Why do you desire that? So that's it for today's episode. I hope that this blesses you, encourages you, and I will see you all next week. Bye.